Good afternoon. This is the 4 o'clock news on Latin Alt 88.5 HD3. I'm Christian Pineda with complete coverage of the day's events in Southern California and your world. Here's some of the stories we're covering. The Orange County Fair has been canceled. The government is cracking down on pandemic price gouging, and we've got your latest updates on the COVID-19 pandemic here in California. Let's get started with some local news. Coronavirus cases in L.A. County today are nearing 20,000. The countywide total has reached 19,528 cases with 913 deaths. According to the L.A. County Department of Public Health, 93% of people who died had underlying health conditions. Officials reminded the public that beaches and parks are going to remain closed throughout Los Angeles County. Santa Monica officials say these closures are part of protecting the public's health and helping avoid a steep rise in COVID-19 cases. There have been 105 new cases of COVID-19 confirmed in Orange County. Officials also reported one new death over the weekend. This raises the death toll in Orange County to 39 coronavirus-related deaths. According to the Orange County Healthcare Agency, the number of hospitalized patients has dropped to 148. The number of patients in intensive care units has also decreased to 55. Regardless of social distancing orders still in place, Orange County residents decided to go out to the beach on Sunday as the weather got warmer. Orange County Sheriff's Department spokeswoman Carrie Braun says the, the beach parking lots are closed, but not the beaches. Most of the people kept their distance from each other at Huntington Beach over the weekend. Huntington Beach police tweeted that the majority of the beachgoers were complying to social distancing, despite what's being reported. The lifeguards also broadcasted hourly social distancing reminders from the loudspeakers at the pier. The crowds at nearby Newport Beach prompted the city council to consider temporary beach closures in the meantime. West Ranch High School has announced their 2020 prom king and queen. Despite not having an actual dance, students still have the opportunity to celebrate the event. The school posted on Instagram for students to vote for their prom court. The results were later revealed in a video consisting of teachers surprising the winners at their homes. Everyone then had the chance to vote for their prom king and queen like they would a normal school year. On the day prom was originally scheduled, the court gathered in front of the school in their black tie attire with the addition of gloves and masks. When they announced the winners, the staff made sure to maintain a six-feet distance between one another. While not a traditional prom, the school still wanted to celebrate their seniors. I'm Matthew Hada, reporting for KCSN News. This is Ayana Aplon-Kettles with a coronavirus lifestyle update. During this pandemic, things have been a little hectic. My mom still has to leave home to go to work, and me and my siblings could tell she needed a day of relaxation. So when my siblings and I had the chance to give that to our mom, we jumped on it. A couple of days ago was her birthday, and luckily she didn't have to work. In my family, we have this tradition that the night before someone's birthday, we decorate the house with streamers, balloons, and banners, and things like that. My siblings and I stayed up late and decorated the house for our mom. On her birthday, to make sure that she could and would relax, we did everything. We cooked, cleaned, and made sure she didn't do anything but chill a family. My grandmother, my aunt, and little cousin came over and we watched some of my mom's favorite movies and ate food all day. Because we couldn't go to the store and buy my mom gifts, my siblings and I made her homemade things. One of my little sisters painted her a picture. The other decorated a mason jar and filled it with some of my mom's favorite candies. My little brother made her a homemade card. And as for me, I put together a video with the help of my siblings of pictures and videos of my mom and us as a family. And we got to watch it. She loved the whole day. I'm just grateful we were able to make her smile despite not being able to go somewhere for her birthday. This is Ayana Aplon-Kettles for KCSN News. 
Gusty winds will swirl in the Southland today. The National Weather Service warned that the potential impacts for the area include downed power lines and trees, hazardous driving conditions for high-profile vehicles, and irregular power outages. The NWS says a wind advisory is in force in the San Gabriel Mountains until 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, with northwest winds of 20 to 30 miles per hour, producing gusts of up to 50 miles per hour. The heat wave that began last week is Southland's first of the year. It will produce highs in the 80s today and the 90s in several communities tomorrow, excluding Orange County. The person killed during an Armenian-American activist caravan crash has been identified. 15-year-old David Bakelian was pronounced at dead at the hospital. The car that hit the teen hit a wall on Friday on the 10 freeway and flipped. The caravan commemorated the 105th anniversary of the Armenian genocide. The city of El Monte announced yesterday that it is beginning a business grant program. The grant program begins today at 9, and businesses can apply for grants through the city's virtual city hall. The program offers a one-time $10,000 grant to businesses severely impacted by the pandemic. Grants will be awarded on a first-come, first-served basis, and as many as 55 businesses will receive them. GLAAD, the world's largest lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer media advocacy organization, organized an event to raise funds for LGBTQ organizations in 45 states. They raised $225,000 for more than 250 LGBTQ organizations. The money was raised from a live stream event in their response to the COVID-19 outbreak. The event was called Together in Pride, You Are Not Alone, and it included appearances and performances by Barbara Streisand, Billy Porter, Adam Lambert, and more. LGBTQ community centers provide medical care, shelter for homeless LGBTQ youth, and mental health counseling, and much more during this pandemic. Navy officials are suggesting reinstating Brett Crozier. Crozier is the former captain of the San Diego-based USS Theodore Roosevelt and was fired earlier this month. 856 cases of COVID-19 have been reported positive from the ship, including Crozier himself. Chairman of the Joint's Chief of Staff, General Mark Milley, wants to open an investigation. No final decision has been made yet. The Orange County Fair has officially been canceled due to the coronavirus. The event's board of directors voted unanimously this morning to scrub this year's event. San Diego and San Bernardino County Fairs have also been canceled. Chair of the OC Fair and Events Center's board of directors, Sandra Cervantes, says she will recommend hosting a virtual fair. It would include contests, competitions, entertainment, and concessions. Officials hope to resume the fair in the fall. Here's what's going on outside of California. The U.S. cases of COVID-19 are nearing 1 million, just as states across the country begin to ease restrictions. As of today, more than 965,000 have tested positive for the virus, and almost 55,000 have died. States and cities are now at odds with each other about the openings. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany says the administration is working hard to ensure everyone's safety. Of course we are concerned for America's workers. Of course we are concerned for all of those who have lost loved ones. That is the preeminent concern of this White House. Make no mistake about it. It's why I watch this president get up early in the morning and work until late into the evening to ensure to that end America's workers get, get paid and American lives are protected. Some of the states starting to reopen are Georgia, Texas, Michigan, Florida, Hawaii, and Alaska. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says the city will not lift restrictions despite declining rates in hospitalization, incubation, and death. He says the earliest they would open would be the scheduled date of May 15th. 
Some states like Alaska, Oklahoma, and Georgia are reopening as stay-at-home orders loosen. Personal care businesses are opening up with some restrictions, but other businesses like gyms, bowling alleys, tattoo studios, and theaters have opened in Georgia. The Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation says social distancing should not be lifted in Georgia until June 22nd. Businesses that do reopen must follow guidelines like sanitation procedures and social distancing to maintain each other's safety. COVID-19 patients are receiving heartburn medicine from hospitals in New York to see if it helps cure the virus. The president of Feinstein Institutes for Medical Research at Northwell Health, Dr. Kevin Tracy, was the one to initiate the trial. He says 187 patients have enrolled in the clinical trial so far. There are many examples in the history of medicine where a drug that was designed for one purpose turns out to have an effect in another disease. He also said if famotidine works, it would be easy to use on a widespread scale. It's generic, plentiful, and inexpensive. Nancy Pelosi is proud to endorse Joe Biden in his run for president. Pelosi says he is a voice of reason and resilience. Biden also received endorsements from Washington Rep. Pramila Jayapal. Elections are about the future. Now more than ever, we need a forward-looking, battle-tested leader who will fight for the people, a president with the values, experience, and the strategic thinking to bring our nation together and build a better, fairer world for our children. The two women explained that Biden will be the best chance for Democrats to advance. Biden wants to ease student loans and student debt, as well as make college free for poor working-class families. The Supreme Court is requesting that President Donald Trump take part in two more court briefings in regards to his financial documents. The court has sent out an order for Trump's financial records from years ago when he accounted with Mazars USA and Capital One. The information is needed because of a new legislation regarding money laundering. It was reported that Trump's lawyers tried to fight the court order. The accounting firms will cooperate in the court orders and send over any information needed. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson urged his lockdown-weary nation to be patient today. He says that easing social and economic restrictions too soon would create a second deadly spike of coronavirus infections. On his first day back at work three weeks after COVID-19 left him seriously ill, Johnson said the UK had reached the moment of maximum risk in its outbreak. Johnson says a quick lockdown isn't in sight for the country. The lockdown is set in place until May 7th at the very least. Johnson promised to make transparent decisions about ending the lockdown and is in consultation with businesses, regional authorities, and opposition parties. It was a positive day on Wall Street today. The Dow gained 358 points to close at 24,134. The Nasdaq opened a 95-point gain and the S&P 500 closed up 41 points. The uptick can be credited at least partially, with optimism stemming from more and more businesses looking at reopening soon. The historic crash in oil prices is devastating the Middle East. Oil-dependent countries are scrambling to offset losses at a time when several of them already face social unrest and are trying to control the spread of COVID-19. Oil is currently trading at $20 per barrel, a low price not seen since 2001. To stabilize the market, OPEC has agreed to cut production levels by 23%. May and June are expected to be particularly complicated because oil storage space will be full by then, making it even harder for countries to market oil. Iraq, for example, is planning cuts in social benefits for millions of government workers, and Saudi Arabia will likely have to delay some construction projects. 
the world's biggest car factory in Wolfsburg, Germany, has officially reopened. The Volkswagen car factory was forced to shut down due to the coronavirus spreading throughout Europe. Safety precautions will be enforced in order for the factory to operate without risking the health of thousands of workers. Volkswagen has enforced 100 health and safety rules that workers must comply with. During this pandemic, hospitals and states have taken to the private market to obtain equipment, only to have it suddenly seized and later redistributed by the federal government. Increases in demand have resulted in prices skyrocketing for personal protective equipment. Hospitals and states have little other choice than to pay the increased prices. To eliminate the problem, the federal government has cracked down on companies they believe are exploiting the situation. In late March, the Justice Department set up a task force to identify companies selling their products at increased prices. According to their office, the department has more than 150 open price gouging and hoarding investigations through the task force. A group of 24 Dutch teenagers are back in the Netherlands after sailing across the Atlantic. The students were on a sail and study program in the Caribbean. The group was supposed to fly home from Cuba last month, but concerns over COVID-19 left many flights canceled or delayed. So, the group ended up sailing home, traveling about 4,500 nautical miles over a five-week period. The students arrived back in the, in the Netherlands yesterday morning. Morgues across the country continued to hold funerals for the deceased, but at a distance, and certainly not with crowds of people. Much was the same in New Orleans for a Zulu king, whose service last week was for only 10 people, rather than the traditional thousands who would have gathered for a parade celebrating Mardi Gras royalty. Larry Hammond's funeral still featured cars and trucks passing his home, and lawn chairs with people still dressed in funeral attire. The Zulu Kings has been one of the hardest hit of the Mardi Gras cruise, and at least 80 of its 800 at least eight of its 800 members have died of the virus. More than half of Louisiana's deaths have been in the African American community. The family says they hope the virus reunites the country as everyone continues to fight it together. Episode three and four of the last night's. of the Last Night Dance aired last night on ESPN, and Cindy Rodriguez has more on the story. Episodes 3 and 4 of The Last Dance aired last night on ESPN, and here are some of the takeaways. The controversial Dennis Rodman was front and center for the first episode, as his wild Vegas trip is chronicled by him and Michael Jordan. When Scotty came back, Dennis wanted to take a vacation. <laughs> I come to practice, Phil calls me and says, oh, look, you know, Dennis wants to tell you something. <laughs> when Dennis wants to tell me something, I knew it's not something that I want to hear. <laughs> so Dennis says, I need a vacation. And I look at Phil and say, Phil, what do you mean, vacation? He says, he needs a vacation. He needs some time off to let loose. I say, look, Phil, let me tell you something, man. I'm not, if anybody vacation I need a vacation <laughs> we look at Dennis and said, Dennis what, what are you gonna do he says well I need to go to Vegas <laughs> <laughs> Phil you let this dude go to vacation we're not gonna see him you let him go to Vegas we definitely not gonna see him so De- he looks at Dennis and said Dennis well can your vacation be like 48 hours and Dennis is like I got no other choice I take whatever you can give me I take the 48 hours Rodman would return with the team after Michael Jordan went to Vegas and got him out of bed himself. Former Bulls general manager Jerry Krause continues his jealousy behind the scenes, believing he should be given more credit for building the powerhouse. Krause says he would love to have Jordan back, but insinuates he might suit up for a different team after the 98 season. 
Next Sunday's episodes will feature the late Lakers legend Kobe Bryant and his relationship with Jordan. For KCSN, I'm Cindy Rodriguez. The Los Angeles Lakers have returned approximately $4.6 million they received from the federal government intended for small businesses. The Lakers, one of the most profitable NBA franchises, had applied for relief through the Small Business Administration's Paycheck Protection Program. But the team has decided not to take the aid after reports that several large businesses were profiting from the program's $349 billion pool, while thousands of smaller businesses were shut out. Teams in need of cash can tap into the NBA's credit facility program. Wake Forest College fired basketball coach Danny Manning on Saturday. Manning posted losing seasons in five of his six years with the team, taking the team to just one NCAA tournament appearance. Wake Forest's athletic director John Curry made the decision. Associate head coach Randolph Childress will lead the team for the time being. An online auction will be held by Sotheby's and Google in the support of the International Rescue Committee, an NGO providing frontline support for refugees and other vulnerable communities affected by COVID-19. The auction brings together some of the world's most prominent figures from across the worlds of music, politics, and business who are offering their time and expertise to the highest bidders. Winners can grab a coffee or tea with Hillary Clinton, Madeleine Albright, or Apollo 9 astronaut Russell Rusty Schweikwart, or get a Shakespearean acting lesson from Sir Patrick Stewart. British artist Mark Quinn is also offering a virtual lesson in creating art, while indie band The Stokes are geared up to talk music. These exciting incentives to bid for are for a great cause, and the auction will take place online from May 1st to 8th. Tom Hanks and his wife Rita Wilson want to donate their blood to research because their blood now carries coronavirus antibodies. During a recent podcast on NPR, Hanks says he will be giving it now to places that he hopes... This is the hope to work on what he would like to call the Hank scene. Hank says that he and Wilson are feeling just fine and dandy. They spent their time sick in Australia, where both were working on projects to further their careers. Researchers at the UCLA Johnson Comprehensive Cancer Center received a $2.8 million grant from the National Cancer Institute. The team received the five-year grant to help develop a blood-based test to improve how transplants are selected for liver cancer patients. The grant will allow the team to create a procedure that looks at cancer cells in the bloodstream to better define tumor biology. The new tests could streamline how plants are selected and prioritized for transplants. A UCLA research team announced today that it has developed a safe new method to deliver DNA into stem cells and immune cells rapidly and economically. The method could give scientists a new tool for manufacturing gene therapies for people with cancer, genetic disorders, and blood diseases. The new approach is still the subject of research and is not available to treat human patients yet. Actor John Krasinski hosted a virtual potluck on his latest episode of his YouTube show, Some Good News. Krasinski asked viewers to send recipes and choose four of them to join the potluck. Krasinski and his guests were also joined by, my, by Guy Fieri, Martha Stewart, David Chang, and Stanley Tucci. The celebrity guests made the dishes that the viewers posted. Krasinski also shared many stories about people stepping up and supporting their communities with food. He announced that PepsiCo would be donating $3 million to Guy Fieri's relief fund for restaurant workers, which left Fieri speechless. In today's weather, the heat wave is here to stay, so make sure you're staying cool out there. The weather service says we can expect these temperatures to last throughout the rest of the week. Temperatures themselves are expected to stick to the mid and upper 80s, going as high as the low 90s as we get closer and closer to the weekend. Here in Northridge, though, it's 86 degrees, and Long Beach is looking at a much cooler 68 degrees. At 420, I'm Christian Pineda on Latin Alt 88.5 HD3. We'll be back tomorrow with more news. Stay safe and stay healthy. 
Wow.